0: Good morning. I'm Arjun Singh from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Monday, February 1st. In today's news, experts urge faster vaccinations and stepped-up efforts to curb the spread of coronavirus variants. And Republican Representative Adam Kinzinger is starting a pact to challenge the party's embrace of former President Trump. But first, the big idea. President Joe Biden entered office with an ambitious call for unity, but as he enters the third week of his presidency, he's being confronted with the political limitations of that goal. With scant Republican support for a major coronavirus relief package backed by Biden, Democrats are planning to utilize a legislative tool known as budget reconciliation that would allow them to pass the bill in the Senate with just Democratic support and neutralize the threat of a Republican-led filibuster. The proposed package includes fourteen hundred dollar stimulus payments an increase in federal unemployment assistance aid for rental assistance a boost in food stamp payments an increase of the minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour and more than 300 billion dollars in assistance for state and local governments among other measures but republicans have been quick to balk at the package's total price tag of 1.9 trillion dollars Challenging the president to make good on his calls for bipartisanship, ten Republican senators announced Sunday that they plan to release a counterproposal that would cost a total of $600 billion. The Post, Sungmin Kim, Erica Warner, and Jeff Stein report that the senators' proposal would do away with elements of Biden's package that have drawn Republican scrutiny, including nixing raising the minimum wage to 15 an hour and reducing stimulus payments to $1,000 instead of $1,400 while significantly raising the threshold for who will be eligible to receive them. With 10 Republican senators already on board with their proposal, the bill would be filibuster-proof if all 50 Democratic senators voted for it. But Democrats such as Senators Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff have pressed their colleagues to hold firm on not reducing the amount of the stimulus payments, citing the importance the issue played in their own recent elections in Georgia, which gave Democrats a slim Senate majority. And Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer accused Republicans of providing a, quote, take it or leave it offer, unquote, and encouraged them to come to the negotiating table in good faith. The White House's top economic advisor, Brian Deese, said Sunday that the White House would review the Republican senator's offer, but emphasized the importance of a speedy passage of a relief package. And while some Democrats have expressed hope for the next relief bill to be a bipartisan one, aides say the Republican letter would not change plans to move the bill forward via reconciliation, setting the stage for a party-line passage of Biden's plan. And that's the big idea. Here are two other stories that should be on your radar. This past Saturday marked the third day in a row that more than one and a half million doses of coronavirus vaccines were administered. But while vaccinations are slowly ticking upward, experts are growing concerned about how emerging variants of the coronavirus will impact the nation's ability to crush the pandemic. The Post, Paulina Ferozzi reports that experts are calling for dual efforts to address the emergence of the variants by ramping up vaccinations and by continuing to underline the need for safety protocols to curb transmission. President Biden has pledged to ramp up the U.S. vaccination effort and has expressed hope that the nation will be able to reach a point where they are vaccinating 1.5 million people per day. But experts say a faster vaccination rate is key. Michael T. Osterholm, director of the Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy at the University of Minnesota and an advisor to Biden's Coronavirus Task Force, said it may be time to call an audible on vaccine distribution in response to the growing risk from variants. He called for prioritizing the first vaccine doses ahead of a variant-fueled surge. In a tweet Sunday, Tom Friedan, a former head of the CDC, warned that the discovery of the variants are an early warning that the virus may evolve to, quote, escape vaccine protection, unquote. Health experts have called for continued adherence to pandemic protocol. In an interview on Sunday, Osterholm stressed the importance of wearing masks, saying, quote, we've got to get people to start using these right. Number two. While some members of the Republican Party have coalesced around their continued support of former President Donald Trump, Representative Adam Kinzinger of Illinois has launched a new political action committee to be used as a financial engine to challenge the wing of his party that supports Trump. As The Post, Paul Kane and Amy B. Wang report, Kinzinger, who came to Congress amid the Tea Party wave of 2010, said the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol was an inflection point for the Republican Party, and it provided a stark divide between those who want to continue a path toward autocracy and those who want to return to traditional conservative value. Kinzinger previewed his pack in an interview with Reporters Saturday, where the congressman took jabs at freshman Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia. Greene has been embroiled in a slew of controversies surrounding her promoting radical and unfounded fringe theories on social media before being elected to office. In the same interview, he accused House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, who continues to embrace Trump's influence on the GOP, of weak leadership. Kinziger claimed that McCarthy wasn't the most influential member of the House Republican caucus, but rather Representative Jim Jordan, a congressman from Ohio who emerged as a fervent defender of Trump during the last four years. As the party splits over support for the former president, Kinziger is gearing up for a fight. But he said he himself has no ambitions of being elevated by Republican leadership or even higher office. He said his push was less about ideology and instead an effort to push racists and conspiracy theorists out of the party. Kinziger said, quote, we don't embrace conspiracy theories to win anymore. Would we lose the Proud Boys? Maybe. I'm fine with that. And that's The Daily 202 for Monday, February 1st. I'm Arjun Singh. Thanks for listening.